Hello and welcome to the Lean Line podcast. I am your host, Chris Marshall. I am joining you today from inside the Foy's Stadium. Yeah, we're going with Foy's Stadium. Uh, and we're here for another uh, player special uh, called There's Your Dinner, where we talk about a little bit about football and then we talk a little bit more about food. And joining you today, I have got not one, but two uh, SWPL players. And I'm just going to leave them to introduce themselves. So. Hi, I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm Tegan. <laughs> we are you ready to do it together? You can't give it a big hey. It's alright, if you swear I'll just cut it. Oh, that's alright. Right. Um, but yeah, so joined by Tegan McCann, Rachel Ross from Hampton Academy. Thank you very much for doing this. Um, Thank you for having us. Yeah. No problem, you looking forward to it? Yeah, something different. Something different, yeah. yeah. Cool, alright, so the premise is, we've just talked about it, is we'll, I'll ask you a little bit about your football career today, how things are at Aki's, and then we'll get into some food chat, which... I like food. I like food. I was going to ask, well, yeah, I figured that liking food's yeah. a, pretty good, a pretty common ground everybody has. I think that's fair to say. But yeah, so before we get started into the food stuff, which I think is more fun, personally, but you know, let's let's get the introductions first of all, Tegan. Um, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit first of all? Uh, I'm Tegan. I've been at Aki's for five, six years now, maybe. So I've been here a fairly long time, since I was like, smaller than I am now. Not really too much, to be fair. You're still very small. Yeah, not really yeah, much. <laughs> uh, I'm Rachel, I've been at Aki's two years now, coming up in May I think it is. Not as long as Tegan, but definitely taller. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, height, is height a thing that gets talked about a little bit? Yeah. 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 Especially when I'm up against Tegan. Yeah, it's not very like height matched. So I'm like, always about the disadvantage. Not really. Right, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you mentioned you've been at Aki's for five, six years now. Yeah. Um, I'll ask you first of all, what's your first memories of, of kicking a football? Like, what, what started your your love that sees you sitting here in an Aki's tracky? Probably having a bigger brother who played football was the kickstart. He still was like, go out play football with his pals and get papped in goals. That's kind of where the football career started. He's a keeper, started off in goals, and then, you know, it was too small to carry on in goals, so I kind of was <laughs> forced out of the field a little bit. Who's your brother? Sean McCann. Doesn't McCann. play anymore. Doesn't play anymore. Nah, kind of threw it in the bin. I gave up a little bit. So, at what point then, in that respect, even then, you were obviously playing a bit with your brother, what point did you start going to like clubs? Um, basically, he played for a team called Stuartfield at the time, and then they were making like a younger team, so I was kind of like the first player initially in that team, and then just kind of went from there. Stayed at that club for the majority of my childhood career, if you want. And then eventually moved to Aki's and then I've been here ever since. Awesome. And what about you, Rachel? What's, what's your first memories of, of football? Um, mine was just playing in primary school all the time with the boys every lunchtime, just kicking a ball there. And it just got to the point where I was like, I really, really enjoy this. And then just played in, I just played in my garden constantly. Like, I was lucky enough, I lived quite next to an astro pitch, so we could walk there. And just found generally any free time I had, just kicking a ball playing. And then my mum finally realised that I was taking it a bit serious, so eventually we went out and tried and found a team in a same Cumbernauld Cosmos, who then eventually turned into Cumbernauld Colts now, which is obviously a massive team in Cumbernauld. But just from there, I actually ended up playing in goals for a bit there because we had no goalkeeper. And then if we were losing, we'd get stuck out and just I refused to go in goals after that. And then met Gary at regionals when I was at Colts. And then just from regionals got better and better through Gary and just Fiona and just like the coaching there and managed to get myself signed at Rangers and then just from Rangers I was signed with them I was 12, I was there till I was 17, I went to America for a year, played at uni there and then came back, signed for Rangers again and then found myself at Hampton. 
you mentioned when you were younger playing with boys, is that something you both had to do? Yeah, yeah. I and feel like it was like a, it was a good way to kind of toughen yourself up if you will, because there wasn't really a lot of girls teams at that time when we were younger. I didn't know any other yeah. girls, there was no real girl until maybe later on, yeah. the primary school that played, but apart from that it was genuinely just all boys. Yeah. I had no choice but Literally, to play with the boys. I played with boys until I think I was like 11. And did they, did they get on board with that? Were they quite happy for you to get involved? Initially, yeah. It wasn't until I played this team called EKFC where it started to get more serious for them that, like, obviously all the boys were getting bigger. I wasn't really growing as fast as everyone else was. Yeah. So it kind of got to the stage where I had I found myself, like, having to look for a girls team. And lucky enough, at that time, EKFC was making a girls team. So I was kind of, like, the initial person in that club. So that kind of started playing the girls football. But I think it was really beneficial being younger, playing with boys. Oh. I think it kind of toughened you up a lot more. Massively. I don't... Well, going playing from boys just at like school and then going to play at girls, you could always tell the difference just because yeah. you... I, I found myself being way more physical than yeah, all definitely. the rest of them just because it's what you're used to. You have to try yeah. and match that or you're just bullied. Pretty much. Like You can't really be like a soft touch playing against like boys even your own age because they are going to grow faster than us. You just kind of have to... like use what you have to kind of go over that yeah and it was like a big difference because at that stage it was just when girls football was getting introduced so it was kind of we were kind of already like a higher level if you will than a lot of the girls who were just starting to play football do Aki's I know that some teams play games against kind of boys clubs is that something that you do every now and again and how how does that kind of feel being like an SWPL on the side and then maybe playing against a boys club and a a friendly kind of warm up game I think the last time was a couple of years ago I've I've not played a boys team at Aki's but I used to do quite a bit of Rangers especially under 17's level always used to play with the under 15's under 14 boys and it was all it was a it was a real eye-opener because especially when I played there we were we were undefeated in like three, four years and we go play boys teams that aren't even considered that good and we get beat three, four now. Just couldn't cope. It's a, it's yeah. a totally different game. Uh, we, um, we had a friendly against, like, I think it was one of the Aki's boys teams like a couple of years ago and you could just like see like the height difference even. Yeah. Like being up top against boys that were like 14, 15 and were like towering above me and like it was such a big difference. I mean, you must feel that quite a bit to be fair to you. Well, yeah. <laughs> Every week, but like, these people were younger than me, usually I'm playing yeah, totally. against people older than me, so it's like kind of, you expect them to be taller than you, but these like 14, 15 year old boys were like towering above me, and usually it's like 20, 20 year old women were towering above me, not people younger than me. I always find it funny playing boys teams, but because you notice, like, I find the women's teams and the girls teams are the actual ones playing the better football, mm. it's just you're getting beat and the boys teams are looking good just genuinely because of their physical attributes, yeah. you, you can't match and there's, there's no way right now unfortunately that were able to do that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's just it's an interesting watch anything I've kind of seen it. I've just, it's mm. sort of something that, as you mentioned, I've seen some of the bigger sides do as well. But let's talk about, before we talk about this season, let's talk about last season. Um, close, close run thing, the SWPL2 uh, finishing second. I'll start with you, Rachel. What, what was your thoughts on last season as a, as a whole? As a whole, it was, it was disappointing. And like you said, finishing second, but also I think we probably could have finished even closer to what we did in the end. It was just, I think in big games we let ourselves down, but we also, we played some good stuff and on our day we were a really good team. We just didn't have that consistency that we hoped to bring into this season. And ideally that let us down towards the end, but it was a learning curve I think for all of us 
think it was the first time that everyone had kind of played together as a season, also played in a league where you're not expected to go in and lose every game. You're expected to go in with a higher standard and hopefully pick points in every game, but I think sometimes we just got bullied a bit and we didn't know how to handle it, and that just ideally let us down towards the end of the season. So then, in terms of this season then, Tegan, is that something that you obviously can learn from? It? Well, that's very cliched this, you learn from yeah. it and move on, but is it something you do learn from in, yeah. in terms of how you position yourself? Because let's be honest, Aki's are one of the favourites for, for promotion yeah. this season. Definitely, I feel like it is something that we do need to realise that we can't be complacent in any games that we play. Like We need to, we can't take any games for granted. Like We need to go out and take points from anyone that we know we can take points from. And I think I think we've built a lot on our team this season. We've been lucky enough not to lose very many players. Mm. And even better, we've built on our team a lot more. We've got a lot more like depth and diversity in the team. Um, so I just think we're hoping to be a lot more consistent this season and take what we can from each game and not like be complacent. Like I feel like we were a little bit last season, kind of let ourselves down a little bit in some of the games. And we kind of like, maybe not like fear, but I think we kind of thought that we had it in the, in the bag. But I think that's where we went wrong last season. I think this season we realised that we can't really take anything for granted. We need to play our best every single game, no matter who our opponent is. You've mentioned also the new faces coming to the squad. Yeah. It's it's a very competitive squad now. I think. Yeah. Yeah. How's how's that been? Have they all integrated? Okay, I know that in women's football in Scotland in particular, you all kind of know each other quite yeah, well already. Yeah, anyway, yeah. but how's how's the integration been so far? Everyone has gelled so quickly. Like you wouldn't have even noticed that no. there was any new faces. Like I think because most of the girls that come in have played with some of the individuals before. It was so easy for them to kind of integrate into the team, and everyone just gelled so quickly. Like it's like nobody's even new. Like. Everything's just so close already, like, I think they're even closer than we were last season, to be fair. Yeah, it's been brilliant, especially like everyone that's come in is giving competition all mm-hmm. over the pitch. Yeah. So just the standard of training, even just from pre-season to now, it just raised the bar so much. It's like, even just like during the week, because we've got such a big squad, we're able to play 11 v 11 squad game, and just the standard of the game was something that you'd quite happily, if you just wandered onto the pitch and was watching, you'd be quite pleased to watch. It's just every training session, the tempo's high, just everyone's willing to work hard and just there's a real good feel about this team this yeah. season such like a, I just say like I think Aki's it's such a cliche thing to say but such like a family feeling in the oh, team isn't it? massive it's like everyone gets along like there's no like underlying issues with anyone like no. everyone's just so like family like it's weird no and everyone has the right mentality where it's like mm. everyone everyone gets along everyone can have fun but when they have to switch it on and like yeah. become like, professional it's it's the end. Everyone's willing to put in the work and work hard. Yeah, I think you can see a real difference in last season. I feel like, as Rich was saying, like the tempo training is so much higher, the intensity is so much higher. Like everyone's putting a hundred percent into every training session. Like we demand more of ourselves yeah, this year. We demand more of ourselves and each other, and I think we've got that expectation because we are probably one of the favourites to win the league, and we know that we've got that on our shoulders. And I think this team. And the mentality this team have, I think we're ready to go out and show everyone that we can do it. Yeah. So in terms of the season ahead, we're, we're talking before you played Dundee United in the SWPL Cup. So I don't like to get too far into that because we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. But as a season as a whole, uh, Rachel, what what's the expectation and how, how do you think it's going to be? I think just the main expectation and our one goal is just to get promoted. That's the, the one thing at the end of the season that we want to be able to say that we've done and just get back up to that top flight because I believe for this squad we should be able to do that but it's just we need to be relentless in every game we play just constantly just put pressure on everyone just 
we just need to focus on ourselves and let our football do the talking and let everyone else kind of come to us. In terms of uh, terms of yourself, uh, a, a breakthrough season for you last season, getting some more game time. Yeah. What What's your feelings going ahead of this campaign for yourself? I feel like last season or the last couple of years I've been up here, I've been pretty unlucky with injuries and stuff like that, and hopefully I've kind of got by that by the end of last season and this season, feeling like a lot stronger and stuff like that. So hoping to build on kind of as me and Rachel both reached our same milestones last games. week, thirty games last week. So. Hoping to build even more into that this season. Goals. That too, yeah. It's also been a bit, uh, and we'll, we'll come on to social media stuff in a wee second because um, I use a very active on it. Yeah. But in terms of, you've mentioned obviously the 30, 30 games and obviously start of the season. It's been a bit disjointed to start of this season, I think we can say that, that's for sure. We were having a wee joke beforehand about how you're going to greet each other on the pitch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're recording this during the, the mass panic that is the coronavirus outbreak. Um, have you bought bulk rolls of toilet paper oh, so far. Please do not get me started on that. My work has actually had to, to limit folk to buying five toilet roll packs per customer, five packs of pasta, five everything, because folk have gone crazy yeah. and it's driving me insane. My, the shop at mine, like the whole toilet roll section, has gone. Everything's gone. It's, you'd actually think we're about to go into like Doomsday or something like that. Like, <laughs> everything's just vanishing. We've been out of hand sanitizer for nearly a week and a half now and it is honestly <laughs> crazy. You can buy it. Can confirm with yeah. Wednesday if you're at your local Tesco should be back in. There you go. There you go. Head it here first. Explo- explosive Head it here first. <laughs> Tesco hand sanitizer is honestly. No but in, in terms of <laughs> in terms of in terms of this disjointed up start to the season, that obviously there's been the storms A to of what like are we on now X or something. Oh, um and obviously this coronavirus but so far hasn't affected Scottish women's football we should say yeah. lots of knocking on wood in that one yeah. as a player how does that disjointed start help especially when you've got a new squad together and it sounds like you're all really up for it this season yeah. um, is that, does it kind of take the shine off a little bit or is it just kind of refocus you a little bit I feel like the storms kind of affected us a little bit at the beginning I think it was kind of we were looking to go into pre-season games to look at the way we were playing and like play the passing football that we've been working on a lot more but it wasn't really the case in some of the games it was just kind of make do and mend with the weather so I think we're hoping to kind of get no rain, no wind hopefully Yeah, no, and see if, like, what we've been working on in training we can actually take into the games because we've not really had a chance to do that yet and we, were, we weren't as bad as some of the other teams obviously because it was just our Dundee United game that ended up getting postponed yeah. thankfully we've had this free weekend to fit it in so it's not been too bad we were only kind of a week behind where we were but like Tegan said the first game against Queen's Park was just horrific. the weather just made the game it was impossible to play the way you wanted to play but yeah. thankfully we were able to get the job done yeah, get the goals the and then yeah. obviously on to Rangers who were a much better side kept the ball on the ground a lot more and just constant pressure and they ended up getting the win but Hopefully today's conditions will be a bit better and we'll be able to go out there and play the way we want to play against Dundee United and hopefully get the point. Do you know what, I'll knock some, knock some more wood because it's still sunny at the moment, so it's yeah. like, it's good, yeah, very cool, yeah. yeah. Um, I was, because I was at that Queen's Park Hackies game and I was very grateful for that it tiny little bit of shell, but I remember really seeing cold. you all come off and you were all just, like, shells of yourselves. Oh, it was so funny, it was freezing, because at half time, literally, was shivering in the change room, literally head to toe soaked, and then by the end of the second half, my strip was completely dry because the wind was so bad. Yeah, it was. It was like <laughs> Couldn't a, make it up. One extreme to the other. I prefer it was went from like pouring rain to like winds that aren't really faster than. But 
to be fair, everyone's put up with it. It's obviously been the same every night of training. It was wet, yeah. windy, but folk were still turning up, still putting in the work, and the level didn't really drop. So we just we made do with what we had and pushed through it. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's great to see, and obviously people talk a lot about kind of the commitment you need to play football, and this just that commitment is worldwide, irrespective of what game you're playing. Let's talk about social media a little bit. Um, so Aki's have got a pretty strong social media game, I think it's fair to say. You've also got boys who kind of do the, the match clubs yeah. and stuff like that. How do you feel about participating in it when you first when we were first asked? What was your what was your? I think instinct? we were a bit hesitant in the beginning, but I think it, it's like a new experience. It's actually like quite fun, especially it's, when we've got to do like our gifts and stuff like that. Yeah, we've certainly got a lot of car- characters in this team, yeah. so to be able to get them shown off on social media and bit of a laugh for us, but also hopefully folk at home enjoy it as well. It's it, it's good. It's sometimes I think we're a bit embarrassed and we overthink it, but do you know what? See, at the end of the day, it's all for fun it's and it's all fun. for just putting the name out there. Yeah. And I think everyone on our team is willing to give it a go. Yeah, and it's like a good insight into what it's like to be like not like in the spotlight, but have to like get the chance to do these things and get ourselves posted on social media more. Give us like the outlet to post about our team more. Let everyone like see who we are, not just like see us as like a starting eleven that we. Like posted a little bit last season, but I think you get to see more into like individual players and their personalities and stuff. It's a credit to Aki's as well that are willing to put the yeah, time in to find the folk to come in and do it, but also just willing to just put us out there and try the hardest to hopefully get people to turn up to the games, get people to know who we are, and ideally just try and get more people involved in the game. Yeah. So it's I think it's a really good thing for the club and it's massive for us as well. I personally really enjoy it. Yeah, it's I good enjoy fun. all our funny videos. Um, yeah, it definitely comes across whenever you're watching them, and it also makes things like this a lot easier for me yeah. because yeah. Um, Bobby, the assistant who loves organising things, I think it's probably fair to say. <laughs> <laughs> he'll love that shout out. I will. He'll get a pop for that, but I'm sure at some point we'll also slate him, so that'll be all good. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, that, I think that's plenty of football chat for now, so let's move on to the second part of this, which is about food. Yeah. Um, which so far everybody has loved when I started talking about this so hopefully this right. continues um, before we get started then in terms of food and the foodie scale how would you how would you rank yourself? Oh. I'm pretty picky to be fair I'm a really picky eater I'm not as picky but I like what I like and if I don't like it I really don't like yeah. it but I'm, I'm a, I try most things to be fair I'm willing to give it a go see I'm the opposite I'm like stick to what I know like I'm oh, really okay. picky yeah like I don't think I've had a picky eater on it since I've started mm-hmm. doing these so this this could be go. good or hashtag good content yes um, what you'd be a picky uh-uh, eater, a picky eater. <laughs> so I'll tell you what the first question I always like to ask when we do this bit because I think this tells quite a lot about a person is um, what did you have for breakfast this morning I'll start with you Tegan since you're picky toast and ham that's what I had like ham on the toast yeah like a toasted ham sandwich but is it in a toasty wish? No, these are the kind of deep no, questions like I'm asking you. No, it's just like two pieces of toast, butter, with ham in the middle. I'm not going to See, be fair, I quite like doing that as yeah, well. Yeah, it's good. Because Don't I, say it, I can't it. it was my dinner last night. Ah, there we go. <laughs> there you go. So it's not, is that kind of normal for a match yeah. day? Yeah. But it's just normal for everybody to be fair, so I had to do for a good work. And what about you, Rachel? Egg on toast. Egg on toast. What's your preferred delivery method of the egg? My preferred one's boiled egg. Like crushed on toast, but I didn't have time for that day, so it was just fried. Oh. Um, do you have anything on your boiled egg on toast? No. See, I used to put a bit of uh, marmite on it. Oh no! No, no, oh, no. no. You've ruined it. No, no. I'm really sorry. But I mean, in terms of, is obviously you're playing at five o'clock today, which is a little bit later than usual. Not much later, but a little bit later. And then obviously other teams in the league have games at twelve. You can sometimes yeah. play at two. Yeah. 
On a match day, yeah, how, do, how does that work in terms of how you plan your meals around on a match day? It's really difficult sometimes with the timings and stuff because we usually get here, what, an hour and a half before the yeah. game. So you don't really get the chance to kind of fuel that two hours before the game, especially if we're like away, especially if it's like away at Dundee or whatever. Like sometimes it messes like your whole eating schedule. Yeah, especially that a week, a week game, but it's not too bad because I usually eat before I leave the house and then yeah. we'll come and we'll do like our team talk and everything but we've always got the cooler full of snacks like there's always bananas cereal, cereal bars. bars there's always food about which is quite good so we never go too hungry and it's yeah. never too bad we're, we're quite well looked after uh, very well looked after very well. there you go suck it up on the podcast yeah. well um, <laughs> just want to give more chocolate milk yeah. <laughs> get chocolate milk right. oh, this is a total sidebar this because you just mentioned chocolate milkshakes I've done a few of these and milkshakes come up quite a lot yep um, why? Milkshakes are a big thing in our Yeah, team. milkshakes after a game. Can't beat them. Chocolate, yazoo, strawberry yazoo. There's always a fight for the chocolates. Yeah. We yeah. can get the soya ones in. Yep. But uh, so is, it, is chocolate the preferred? Preferred, I'd say so, yeah. Mine, yeah. Especially, like, for after a game, chocolate milk. Quick recovery, because yeah. obviously you need to eat afterwards, but yeah. folk, have got, I mean, folk travel over an hour sometimes to come, and then it's just a quick way to fuel yourself and yeah. get a bit of energy back in after the game. But no. Milkshakes are definitely a big thing in this team. Well, that kind of leads into my, my follow-up question then, in terms of after the after the game, is it milkshakes and then what, what do you have to eat? Or is it Breakfast bar, most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> or depends. I'm a sucker for a Nando's after the game, I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. I usually go home for a wee Sunday dinner at my papa's house. Oh, both those sound pretty good, to be honest. What's your Sunday dinner of choice? Mm, it makes a good Mexican, like burritos and... so Nando's what's your order? Oh, it actually changes all the time but my my usual go-to is the medium four chicken thighs petty chips and then maybe a garlic bread depending on how hungry I am <laughs> um, yeah and Nando's I think it's okay I think, it's quite, exp- I think it's quite expensive. It is overpriced, but it's Megan and Ellie's favourite, so it's usually where we end up after a game. I quite like a wee Wagamama's. I'm not a big fan of Nando's, to be fair. I think it's touching me a bit overrated sometimes, and not really. Because I'm a bit of a plain Jane, so. Plain Jane. Yeah, well, to be fair, you said Mexican, which was the other thing that I know, surprised me. I know, he doesn't make the chilli too spicy, but ah, yeah, it's okay. quite a mild chilli sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Just as it be. Cool. Um, in terms of uh, when you're maybe injured or out, how closely? Because you, obviously you have you both have jobs, kind of normal day jobs, and you're playing football as well. How closely do you monitor your diets at the moment in terms of? Because when when I've spoken to people, that obviously do this kind of full time. They yeah. have like nutritionists. They yeah. have like their clubs put on meals for them every day. How how do you manage that? Is it different or? Do, I feel like it's kind close? of self management, and it yeah. like we don't really have the luxury luxury at the moment to have a nutritionist or anything like that but I think it's more kind of self-management like you need obviously you're not like overly obsessive about it but you kind of need to watch what you're eating especially on like game days and training days like don't be silly about what you're eating 
do you have to change what you're doing pre-season? So obviously pre-season you kind of come back and you do a lot of cardio. If I, if yeah. So um, does that, when you come back, do you kind of have like a touch point with, with like well, Bobby and Gary or, or somebody at the club in terms of where you're at? Not really. I don't, I don't really do that. It's not something that's really monitored, but I think that a lot of, I think especially this pre-season, a lot of folk came in sharp and mm. have just continued to get sharper so it's, it's not something probably at the level we're at anyway that they're having to monitor right now yeah. because I think everyone's looking pretty healthy yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I think because we had we didn't really have like a long break during winter so it wasn't as if we had like a, a long break or anything like that so we weren't coming in like we were like fatigued or anything like that like everyone kind of kept it going throughout the break so it wasn't as if we had to like get fit again everyone just kind of kept it up so we continued to train after yeah. the season ended. Then we had like three weeks, three weeks off, off at Christmas and then we're straight back straight in back on something. 4th of January yeah. or something. So you don't actually have time to really. you got time to reset and enjoyed your break, but not enough to make a yeah. lasting effect. Cool. Let's get into some specifics about food then. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with. Let's start with the good stuff because I feel like the, the, the bad stuff is going to be quite interesting. Okay. Um, if you were to get sent to a desert island, Okay. And you wanted to take one food item with you. It's one one food item. Uh, what would it be? I'll start with Rachel because she seems like she might have something in her head. Oh, I'm trying to think. See, it's like are you able to cook it on the island? So you're on a desert island. Make so that do you know what? Nobody's asked that question See, yet. Is it like can it be pre cooked? Or are you cooking it on that island? So it's, a, it's the only thing that you'll have on the island the whole time. So say if you're on a desert island, you'll probably have the ability to make fire. So yeah, yeah you could probably cook it. I'd maybe say like chicken is a good go-to. See, honestly, I'm thinking salt and chilli chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Just salt like, and chilli chicken? I mean, I'm probably going to... So put it put it this way, you'll have an endless supply of it. Oh, so I know that would kill me before chicken. the island did then. Just like um, plain chicken then. Because that's good fuel. Really good fuel. I'd take a steak. Mm, steak's a good one to be fair. Have you got a particular type of steak? Fillet. Love a fillet. Sorry, a what now? A fillet. A fillet. Fillet. A fillet. Yeah. You've been playing some soccer too, because that's the. Fillet steak. Fillet steak. How'd you cook it, what? Medium. How about you, Rachel? Rare. Rare. Got a chicken. To be fair, said well done. No, that's real That's gone. That's like shoe leather by that point. I'm actually on the cuff of being blue. I don't It's just seared. My, my thing is, if it's not going to kill me, I'll eat it. Like, if it's not too not to kill me, I'll eat it. But it's coming for Tegan McCann, the fussy eater. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this fussy eater label you're going to yourself will probably start recording. Maybe a bit of a myth. Maybe. Maybe. What about, have you ever had steak tartare and you said you've almost had it yes. blues? What's your take on that? I enjoyed it. My oh, mum, on the other hand, was nearly sick when it came out. No, Do you know what steak tartare is? No. It's, uh, it's basically like raw it's kind of like minced, isn't it? Yeah, so they kind of cut it up really fine and put, is it like gherkins and like onion and that in it? Oh, yeah. And then it's a raw egg yolk on top. Oh, maybe not then. Mm-hmm. I had it in Mexico. It's good. Yeah, I think it's good. Right, okay, so let's flip this round then. So if you were on this desert island and then one ate my food, was the one thing that you hated more than anything in the world? And you were like, oh man, I'm going to die because I, I just cannot eat that. What would that be? Mushrooms. Mushrooms? Mm-hmm. Why? I, they just give them fear, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they do. I'm not a fan. Sushi. That's a shame. Sushi. So, mushrooms give you the fear. What about something gives you the fear? Just the fact that they're like actually named like a fungus. Like, 
They're just, no, <laughs> I just, the thought of them, just, I just don't like them. Have you, have you, have you tried, have tried, have you never tried, oh, right, right, no, right, so this is, this is something that comes up. You can't say you, you don't yeah, like you something, you've not tried it, I know, but I just, I just don't think I could physically eat it. don't think I'd bring myself round to trying it. See, by the end of the season, I'm going to get you to have tried mushroom. Oh, no. I will lie, I'm going to I do probably my, shouldn't have said that. I'm going to do my big shop in between finishing this and the start of the game, and I might just come and bring you up on a mushroom. I'll mushrooms. just run away. I'll <laughs> run away. Um, and Rachel, you said sushi? Yeah. Right, so is it raw fish or is it sushi? No, it's... I don't mind raw fish because smoked salmon is one of my favourite things mm. on the yeah. plate. I absolutely love smoked salmon. But it's just, see the seaweed and the rice and the raw mm. fish... I can't do it. It actually makes me ill. All my friends when I was in America loved it and I was like, oh, brilliant. I'm going to try it. They made me try it and I nearly threw up on the table. Oh, nice. And then I've tried it, tried different ones because obviously they're all different, uh, but every single one it just, oh, I, I can't, I cannot do it. And I wish I liked it because loads of folk like it and it looks really good, yeah. but I can't do it. It's one of those ones as well, I'm guessing, that probably ticks quite a lot of good good point boxes in terms of diet. Yeah. Because it's obviously like a bit of protein and nice... It would be a good thing to like, but I just don't think I can eat it. Sure, I've never actually tried There's one that's that. genuinely just like the sticky rice with a bit of smoked salmon on top, and I can eat that. Oh, but, I don't uh, yeah, yeah, but then they also have it with prawn, and I can't have prawn either. I don't like prawn. Mm-hmm. I feel like because you've said I've not tried stuff, so what other stuff have you not tried yet? Because I feel like we've picked mushrooms out as, as a number yeah. one, so what other stuff? Like, things like weird vegetables, I'm a bit... What's so, so like, olives and stuff like that, like olives and stuff like that, like I've never really like, tried stuff like that. Olives. To be fair, olives I think is one, I, I, one of my uh, mates has tried olives pretty much every time we've been in somewhere where we can get olives. I used to live in Spain as well, so I'm all daft. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and he tries it every time. Full credit, he tries it every time, and every time he goes, This is the worst thing I've ever yeah. put in my life. But at least he tries it. Yeah. So we're bringing mushrooms, olives, what else? I don't know, what else? I mean, I feel like we're giving George and that some content just with Tegan McCann trying food. So that could be a good podcast. Oh, that would be a good doing yeah. show, that. I don't know. I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a great podcast, but it would be good. Yeah, maybe like a good, good video. That would be Tegan Test. Tegan test so and so. Yeah, that's a shout by the way. We need to find someone else that's a pick eater in the team who can not just make me do it, not just make me suffer, but the friends. But we can't but we can't then call it Tegan Test. I know that's true. You've got the you've now got Tegan the... Test with friends. Yes, that's yes, it. We that. bring a new guest on every week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, we'll we'll pick that up after we finish the podcast. Right, okay. We'll, and then we'll get we'll get the boys on that one. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, it should be Tegan tries. Tegan tries with friends. That's a good one. That they bring yeah. like a new food on every right, week. Okay, we'll sidebar right, it. Uh, right, sidebar. Yeah. Need partner. There's something to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got a, a very important question for you. Okay. So Tunics make four products. They make the caramel wafer, mm-hmm. caramel log, the snowball, and the tea cake. You're only allowed to pick one. <gasps> oh, that's hard. Easy. Well, I'm stuck between two. Oh, what's the easy one first? Caramel wafer. I love Absolutely a caramel wafer. Absolutely love a caramel wafer. It's between wafer and tea cake. So why 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 is the wafer so easy for you, Rachel? Because it's just my favourite. It's so good. I do like a tea cake, but a tea cake's one I'd have on the odd occasion, but a caramel wafer I can never deny. Ah, uh, you can. Just don't love it. I'd, maybe I'd probably steer towards more the wafer. 
Do you, uh, do you ever dip your caramel wafer in like tea, coffee? Yeah, why not? I don't want it. Melt no. the chocolate a little bit. No. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, melt the chocolate a little yeah. bit. Uh, this is a new thing I've only discovered. Well, I know things melt, obviously, but like, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. But uh, yeah, I, well, the thing is, I didn't drink coffee till about two years old. Oh, and then um, I kind of drank it quite a lot. Yeah, and, uh, right. yeah, I've melted caramel wafer and mm. my, my coffee's quite good. That sounds good, actually. Yeah. I never have coffee, so... Um, I'm addicted to caffeine, I'm so bad. I'm not bad for that. Are you a hot drink drinker at all? I like a wee hot chocolate or sometimes a tea, but I'm just not a coffee fan. I'm scared, but if I become a coffee fan, I like it that much, I'll end up spending That's a fortune. And I already me. spend a fortune in Starbucks as it is, yeah. so I can't, can't get into that. Like two years ago, I didn't even like it, and then I started drinking it, and now... I uh, I ended up drinking it when I was living in Spain because everybody around the mountain drinks it all the time. Yeah. And I just got fed up saying like juice all the time. So I uh, started saying coffee. And now like I have it. I now can drink it black and I'm like, oh, this is this is not the game. I started off with like a a flat that has like literally no coffee in it and then just slowly progressed to stronger and stronger. And have you seen like the, the multicoloured ones you can get now? Or the rainbow ones? Yeah. Does it do them here? I don't know if they do them here, do they? Or some place in the West End will do Yeah, it. I, wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to try it, but I thought it was only like in America and that that they sold them. I was I wanted to try it, but No, I think I think they've gone I will tell you what, see when you go out then, if you were say for example, Aki's win the league this season. Yes. It's gonna happen anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Deegan. Yes, Deegan. Speak it into existence. Speak it into existence. Um if you were organising the celebratory meal where would you take the team? That's so hard because there's so many different people. Where do we always go? Pizza Hut. Yeah, probably Pizza Hut. Would you smash a buffet? Um, That'd be easier probably yeah, for us. Yeah, probably would be, yeah. yeah. We usually Easy. go there sometimes. Let's be honest, folk in this, Everyone they just pizza. want the food and then to go out, out. Yeah. So yeah. we'll get the food much, out of the way and then like go out. It's just like a stomach liner, isn't it? It's uh, just okay, like a yeah. greasy stomach liner before you go out. I'm glad you said that first so that I can ask you the question yeah. about it without getting accused of asking questions I shouldn't be asking. Yeah. So when you go out, out what's, your, what's your drink of choice? Um, what colour lemonade? Now is this right? So there's obviously two stages of being out. out. There's the pre out, and then there's actually the right, out. Right, pre out's got to be dragon soup. Huh? Oh, Tegan. It's got to be. What's your What's your flavour of dragon soup? Sour apple. Right, there's three. Sour apple, <laughs> the blue raspberry, yeah. or the dark fruits one. Either three of them. Take them. Oh, I can't drink dragon soup to save myself. Oh. I think they're all disgusting. No. See, so, but like once you get past that first sip, then yeah. it's fine. Oh, no. It's that first sip. Can't do it. And then you're fine. I'm just not, can't, never, never been able to. Bobby, so if you're not tan dragon soup, what are you on? Oh, my pre drinks is usually like the wee cans or the box of like passion fruit martini, and then I'm a rhubarb gin and lemonade. That's a potion. Oh, rhubarb gin and lemonade. To be fair, that sounds pretty good. It's got to be in the fancy glass. <laughs> oh, the gin glass. Yeah, yeah, that one. You get in the corner with a dragon soup. I'm drinking my can of dragon soup. Oh uh, yeah, Deshaun says like he's about to head out for two different nights out. You're you're well, already down at Hamilton Palace. Aye, Rachel's away the West End. <laughs> <laughs> no, it just ends up being like in town somewhere. Me in the palace. Or, or palace. Those stairs. Oh, I fell down them. Can't do it. I fell down them. Uh, I've only ever been in the palace once. Uh, something what I've discovered about this podcast is that sometimes I reveal stuff about myself that isn't yeah. really under the plan. But see, yeah. the palace people spill their drinks on the stairs, right? And then it doesn't get cleaned up. So I was walking down the stairs just normally. I was fine. <laughs> Definitely knew where I was walking. It was fine. And then all of a sudden I stepped on a wet patch and I just went right up and fell right down the stairs. Woke up the next morning with a bruise on my leg that I'd 
definitely know how I got. I've been twice and fell down those stairs as well. And yep. I was in the same boat. I was not drunk. I wasn't even drunk. I was not. No. I just you slip and yeah, you fall. You and just slip and fall. I can't believe we're on this podcast supposed to talk about football. I'm going to the Tegan's Dragons. We fall downstairs and mess out. No, not at all. It's, uh, it's you can tell we ain't the professional players. <laughs> Uh, the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, probably we're probably down at the other side. No, it's, it's far more entertaining when you tell me that story than saying that you have like steamed vegetables and salmon and go home at six o'clock at night. Oh, definitely so. not one of them, no. Yeah. So I think that probably wraps up for this one. So thank you very much both for coming on. Thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs> um, I will do. I'll do the outro just now. So thank you very much for listening to this. Um, if you have listened, please tell other people about it. Um, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, we're on Twitter at Leading the Line and you can follow it on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Player, there's other ones as well. Google, that's another one. But until next time, thank you very much for listening.